as I was pondering what I could say today and, you know, thinking, why did I ever start recording these podcasts and these stories? And uh, the biggest reason was for my, for my children, children's children and on down the road. And so I thought, what could I, what could I tell my children that would make an impression upon them? They they know I love them. I love each one and of that we each one of them. And every day, I really try to connect and make sure that they know that I love them. Of course, I absolutely adore and cherish my beautiful wife. Uh, she is the most amazing. We have such an amazing family that I'm so thankful. We've worked so hard, and we continue to work so hard. We obviously have our trials, and that's why we've come together and united and connected because we continue to have trials that allow us to overcome the weakness of our carnal flesh. So with that being said, I I was pondering what I could what I could mention to you, what I could mention to them if they were to listen to this at a later date. <clears throat> but it's interesting about a week or two ago we had a crazy storm roll through here. And it wasn't just it wasn't just in this area. It was it was a broad area, and even up my my sister up in Oregon, and I mean throughout a massive area of the United States of America, we had this giant windstorm. In this area, we had sustained or got winds recorded up to 118 miles per hour. So we're talking like a hurricane type winds or a tornado, and it was just really broad spread. It wasn't just like in one little area or one little part of town and we're talking many many cities were affected well we were we had three beautiful um ornamental kind of the red purple leaf plum or cherry trees that were completely uprooted torn right out of the ground it was amazing they just tipped right over and i was actually working on one of those right now because now we've got to take care of the stumps but it's really interesting the the people in the neighborhood because of they always have an annual service in in the neighborhood they get together and they help and they clean up one another's yards and they you know like one time one of the guys he had some sprinkler problems and and another person needed the one guy has a park or ALS and so they cleaned up his yard and then one of the other ladies needed some bushes trimmed and leaves raked and 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 different things and they all come together and and do that what's interesting is in that moment of destruction uh, you know the pandemic didn't even exist nobody was concerned about that nobody was wearing a mask nobody was tattletelling or pointing the finger that Oh, this person isn't wearing a mask or this person is or they're not social distancing. All people were doing was helping one another. The same type of thing happened when we had an earthquake here, the 5.7 earthquake earlier on March 17th. Nobody cared about a pandemic. Nobody cared about a little flu, flu virus or a coronavirus. They were concerned for their lives, literally concerned for their lives in that moment. Um... It's interesting, though, to think that it appears that what's going to take us, take getting us back together is some natural disaster. 
I'm talking to be able to overcome this fear. It's as though God may have to use a bigger fear. And several of those to overcome and realize, hey, we need to come back together and unite once again. We must connect once again. There was this show I was watching years ago, I believe it was on the National Geographic, and they were they were experimenting and they were actually using fire to put out fire or like a big blast of like dynamite that would suck all the oxygen out of it out of that fire and take care of this much bigger blast and I thought it's interesting but it appears that what we may have to go through in order to knock off this silliness to get out of the fear or to take care of this little fire we may have to have a bigger blast a much bigger blast to knock out the little fire and consume the oxygen of that fear to take away the fuel of that fear to be able to realize the much greater and grave danger and that is that we are we are losing connection. We are losing uh, freedom. We are losing God. And if you've ever followed any of history, when that happens, there are always natural disasters that will allow us to humble ourselves and come once again unto God and come once again and unite ourselves. Here in America, we would say to become once again the United States of America. Now, whether that will create a sense of United States of America once again, it doesn't matter what matters. I mean, it does matter, but I'm saying what matters the most is that we are able to unite and come together once again as neighbors and communities and families. And the other thing that it does with those natural disasters is actually drives people away who aren't willing to unite. So if I were to give a message to my children this day, I would I would have to say um, can continue to connect, continue to love and reach out to not now your family, yes, because you really connected and loved with your family, but now to connect with neighbors once again, to connect with um, extended family once again in the community. I remember when I was a little kid and we had uh, school teachers that were just amazing. I mean, it's we're talking the type of school teachers that were almost like a second mom or like an auntie that took us and cared for us and loved us and as they say down in the south um, love on us meaning to just care and it was so it's, it's so fun to look back and see how much they, they loved us well as this whole uh pandemic was about us the children last year they went to school online and uh, it was it was quite ridiculous they were on the computer from like 9 a.m till 6 p.m at night for quite a while until things were figured out 
But what happened was I was able to listen in and listen to the different styles of the teachers for both of my daughters. And the one, the one teacher, even just listening, I didn't watch. All I did was listen. But the one teacher was, she was doing her job. And she was, she was a good teacher. And she got her job done. And she took care of the class. And then the other teacher I listened to absolutely loved um, her children. I mean, she was a great teacher. She wasn't only just a teacher. She was a, a an auntie. She was like a confidant. She was the type of person that you could ask tough questions in life. And I would trust her to be able to help my children in those tough questions. So it was very interesting to me to see that type of level of teacher in today's society where she just really, really cared for and loved her children. This was the same type of teachers, so many of my teachers that were that way all through my, as I was growing up. And it was cool to see how her ability to love and connect on such a level allowed for my daughter to really thrive and my other daughter she still was able to thrive but there was always this sense of kind of uncertainty and so the two classrooms were run differently one was run out of fear and one was run out of love oh my gracious that semi truck is tipped over sorry Remember, I was telling you about the windstorms. I never did see that one, but just the aftermath. Of that, there was a semi-truck that it looks like they haven't tipped it over back upright. Sorry about that. A little squirrel going on. Uh, but the difference of a family or a classroom or a city or a country being raised up in fear or being raised up in love, the highest motivator, the highest form the highest frequency and watching those two now luckily my daughter my other daughter that's classroom was of fear we were able to help still get her through that but it's been interesting to watch how she's digressed a little bit I would say now we're kind of getting her back on top of things so it's your choice you start with you. Every single cell in your body, is it going to be living out of love, connection, uniting in love? Or are you going to actually connect in fear? Because you still connect, even if it's at a distance, but now it's out of fear. So now you connect through telling on one another. Now you connect through, and that's not even a true connection. Do you see what happens? So now it actually becomes, soon enough, all connection is lost and then you become isolated or alone and when you become alone then you leave your power up to somebody else to take over so I wonder what disaster will happen next if we don't start connecting and uniting once again in love hey thanks so much for listening and to you my kids I love you And to you, my wife, I love you. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. And to you, the listener, I love you too. 
Oh my goodness, hey, this is Dr. Brandon Nielsen, and uh, I just wanted to start this podcast out saying um, it's amazing to see what's happened in our world, um, especially with COVID, and um, I'll just say this, that the only thing that really is keeping COVID alive still, and we're almost a year in where people have been quarantining, and I just got to be honest here, but people think like the virus is actually going to hurt them. And as you see, it hasn't hurt you. And if it has, you've gotten over it because you're still listening to this because you're alive. But the only thing that is keeping this virus alive at this point is fear. That's all it is, okay? Um, One of the things I want to... I've been really trying to find my voice on this podcast. And as you can see, sometimes I speak and then sometimes I don't. And I let it go a long while. But I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about how... I can help you. And more and more I'm realizing there's so many things that I could tell you as a doctor because I'm an old-fashioned type doctor. But I think the biggest thing that you've got to overcome that we've all got to overcome right now is fear. And I'll say it again and again and again. So how do you overcome fear? Um, I think I brought a very special guest for me today. She's an expert. And she's actually, her name is Kimmy Bates. And one of the things that she's been able to do is overcome fear in her life um, just through different different scenarios. And I think sometimes we have we think that there's one um, there's one answer, but to be honest, um, all of us have answers, and it's just a matter of getting through life one day at a time. So I just want to pass it over to Kimmy and just tell us a little bit about how you've overcome some of your challenges wake up each day with a purpose find even if you can't find anything at all you keep you didn't find no so but how was it that you got through the hard times i guess that's prayer prayer so prayer faith because having hope prayer faith having hope because what's interesting you guys is a lot of people get angry, but below anger is almost always fear, and then below anger is sadness, and below anger is like anxiety, which is a form of fear. And so you see that on the rise, like going through the roof. I mean, how many people are committing suicide now because of COVID, and you're going to continue to see this? Or how many people are sad because they've lost or haven't been able to see loved ones? And it's not so much, I mean... When you really boil it down, people aren't dying of COVID. They're dying of the comorbidities and COVID. But just as Kimmy said, it's a daily battle. And so she says her key, prayer. What else did you say? Well, I think I've been focusing on the complete opposite of fear, which is having faith and hope. So faith and hope. Literally just trying so hard rather than doubt, despair, hope. That's exactly right. The antidote of fear you guys is faith and hope hope that things are going to change but also faith and i think you you faith that it's possible and true faith you have to base in something that is is godly or greater than you which of course for me you guys all know but that would be jesus christ and then uh god who i call heavenly father right and so to, to honestly overcome this fear and to overcome life challenges for that matter, there has to be a daily sense of hope. 
and then this this seeking faith. Is that what you would say? Mm -hmm. um, you said daily. Um, what are some of your daily, like you're trying to daily rituals. daily rituals or daily routines, if we'd call them? So what are some of the things that you're trying to do daily? Um, have a bedtime and a wake-up time so that my day has purpose. Rather than letting life just happen, there is purpose to I've got to get up because I have things to accomplish and get done today rather than just letting my day slide by. Because I think when we don't have a bedtime and a wake-up time, life is happening to us and the day just goes by. So finding purpose in I'm waking up because I have a purpose today. Oh, I like that. So, man, I really like that. Thank you. Being able to have a bedtime and then being able to have a wake time. Right? It's important. I need to get to bed because tomorrow's an important day. Tomorrow's a new day. And do you usually use an alarm or do you just kind of allow yourself to get up or, or kind of create a, a pattern? I alarm. A nice soft alarm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. But I typically need to wake right before to use the restroom. Okay, so it's kind of like a yeah. personal alarm. <laughs> and then trying to create routine, right? The world is all about order. We go to a grocery store and there's order to that. We purchase something, we check out. There's order and all that. So I'm trying to create more order in my day. I wake up, I work out, I make the boys breakfast, I walk the dog, right? Like So I'm trying to create more order. And kind of order and consistency. And consistency, which I think helps eliminate fear because when we can sit and um, commiserate and have idle time, then our minds can wander. So true. I, I think, you know, in the work that I do, one of the biggest things I see is people overthink mm -hmm. and they get into what, what I call like analysis paralysis and then they get in this overthinking, overthinking and they get so much into their analytical brain, which for all those people who, who that's you, like, wow, you have a powerful, powerful brain. But my invitation to you now is to use that powerful brain. And like what Kemi was just saying, which is really cool, is being able to use that brain to create then uh, routines. I'll call them routines because that's very kind of left brain analytical. But then to be able to then create. And you can only have purpose or completeness and creativeness through that right brain or whole brain. And so I, I really like the structure but then there's this kind of structure, 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 and then there's some wiggle room. So let me ask you this, because faith and hope, the antidote, the great antidote to fear, the opposite of fear, how then do you create? I mean, because you already kind of talked about creation or order with a sense of waking up, being able to go to bed. But how is it that you able, are you able to create your day? Because I think getting out of one of the big things, here's another key pearl, you guys, being able to get out of fear, we must create once again. And and that's creating connections. And I, I believe that's where we've lost connection, even in our own brains. When we start having fear, we actually, and not just brain, but our body, we lose connection of our spirit to our body. And so our body starts taking over and then we get in fear base. Whereas faith would be more like a spiritual or soul-based feeling. And what's happened is we need to reconnect or create new connection once again through our spirit and our body. So let me ask you this. How is it that with the structure you're able to create in your day? Uh, you map it out. 
So that's what I'm saying is I create, I'm creating a schedule. I'm creating what I want to have happen. I'm I like um, that. spending time each morning in, um, for me, my higher power, right? Prayer, praying to God. Like Heavenly Father. Right, Heavenly uh-huh. Father. But then I'm also taking the time to read a daily quote. And it's amazing how that pertains to me. And then okay, I share cool. that quote with others. So how do I create? I'm trying to create a pattern in my day. I'm trying to create happiness in my day. I'm trying to create kindness. I'm trying to create service. I'm, I'm making sure that I'm hitting all those points. And then each week we're doing like our family council and vision boards or we're creating there as well. Oh, cool. And one of the things I really like that your family does is like this. So you said vision board and then what else? Family council. Family council. One and of the things. each night we do the. I love dinner. this. Yeah. So they do this thing at dinner, which um, I love. We do it a little bit differently. And I might have talked about this, but for them, what they do is they, is it sweet and sour? Or? A highlight and a speed bump. Oh, a highlight and a speed bump. Okay. And so like my family, we have a gratitude journal, which we do. But I loved when we went over to their family and kind of had dinner with them. They did a highlight and a speed bump. And so tell me a little bit about the highlight and speed bump. It's just a way to communicate. I think we've lost complete communication as family members, as individuals. And so each night it's important for us to come together at dinner and to sit down and give a platform for everyone to express and share their day. So what were your highlights of the day? And then what were your speed bumps? Because it's also healthy to express if there was something that wasn't so great about mm, the day. Yeah. And um, that maybe we can help that individual like that. work through that. Actually, I love it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about that is you're actually creating connection. Right. Yeah. So there's yeah. another creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another creation. So, so you guys, I'm going to keep this. I'm just going to finish this up. It'll be a little bit short. I just want to thank Kemi Bates for helping us. Honestly. And... If you can get anything from this, there's a lot of takeaways, but truly being able to overcome this fear, okay, is through faith and hope. I'm going to say number one, faith and hope. And obviously she gave us some great pearls as far as connecting to God. And the third thing is, so faith and hope, one. Number two is connection. Being able to create with you and definitely God, Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. And then being able to connect with your family. And if you don't have family, you've got to start to connect with friends what that does is it allows your spirit to connect with your body. And once you start doing this as a whole, we will start creating a sense of faith, being able to overcome this fear. Thanks so much, you guys. Remember this to always remember live in wholeness every day. I'm Dr. Brandon Nielsen. Thanks so much.